This is Charlie's Kitchen. I'm on a trek to become a better home chef, and I'm here to share my experiences with you. I'm testing out cookbooks and learning new things, and each week I'll share with you what's on my menu. From wild successes to disastrous failures, you'll hear it all. So get ready and welcome to Charlie's Kitchen. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Charlie's Kitchen. Today we were going to be talking about the cheesy chicken enchiladas from Einigarten's Modern Comfort Food Cookbook. All right, so this recipe, uh, <laughs> if you don't remember, um, I was a little... Uh, I don't know. Uh, not exactly nervous to get this one started. I just wasn't sure if I'd be able to make it in time. So while I was recording the last episode, uh, I I had kind of pre-started this one uh, by doing the the first step, which is roasting the chicken. Um, oh, and I, I should say this uh, this recipe is split into oh, I guess five five big parts, um, and the the first three I guess theoretically could happen simultaneously. Um, and then part four is assembling your enchiladas. And then part five is just baking, uh, baking them in the oven. So the first three parts, uh, are roasting the chicken, then making the, uh, the enchilada sauce and then preparing the filling. Um, and I guess that part is, is pretty much just, uh, uh, until you get your chicken ready. Um, uh, it's just sauteing some onions and, and peppers. Uh, but let's see. So start with the roasting the chicken. <laughs> so for this recipe, she calls for, oh, she only says two pounds. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, okay. That explains some, <laughs> some of what happened during, uh, during my, my, uh, making of this. So <laughs> I did not read that closely till now. Uh, she calls for two pounds of chicken breasts, bone in, skin on, and then in parentheses, she says three split. Uh, so I looked up split, or I guess when I was um, uh, buying my groceries for the week, uh, I, I did some, I, when I was searching through the app trying to <laughs> make my list, um, I saw that there was actually a kind of uh, chicken breast that was called split chicken breast. And it's like, it's, uh, you've got the, the rib bones in there along with the, I don't know, whatever, whatever other bones come along with the chicken breast. Um, and yeah, so I, I ordered that. I was like, oh, perfect. It's bone in, skin on and split. And it came in a package of three. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'll just cook up those three. <laughs> so, but my package, uh, not like the the two pounds she asked for here, mine was four and a half pounds. So <laughs> what ended up happening, I ended up with like a ton of extra chicken filling and it seemed like the chicken to other stuff ratio in the filling was way off. And now I see why it's because I had over double the chicken. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. That makes so much sense. Uh, regardless, um, I would say, I mean, okay, now, now that I read that and, and see that, okay, I, I kind of messed up here. Um, but even with that, I would say, uh, th her method of preparing and shredding the chicken, um, uh, I did not prefer. 
And partly because she did use uh, bone-in skin on, which I guess maybe keeping the skin on that helps keep the chicken moist as it cooks. Um, I'm not sure, but having to debone the chicken while it's it was still hot and uh, um, the, like it just added a, a whole extra layer of of work that um, and extra time putting into this that I wasn't planning on. Uh, so it, it threw my schedule off, and <laughs> and so uh, that. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't uh, recommend this recipe for shredding chicken. Um, basically all it is, is you just put your, uh, put the chicken on a sheet pan and then roast it for uh, 40 minutes or until it reaches temperature, uh, inside. And then you cover it, wait for it to cool. And then what does she said? Cool. What does she say? Uh, cool enough to handle, discard the skin and bones and shred the chicken in bite-sized pieces. Uh, So I guess she doesn't really give any instruction there other than just do it. Um, But yeah, I I found it pretty tedious to to pick apart, get the chicken off the bones and uh, find out, try and and figure out which parts were skin and which was just roasted like chicken, I guess. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was too much work for me. I actually, uh, have a, a method that I prefer, um, uh, that works really well for, for roasting chicken, um, and for shredding. And this came from, uh, this comes from, I think it's a food blog called, uh, how sweet eats. That's H O W how sweet eats.com. Um, and this is from her recipe, easy weeknight chicken tacos. And that first, uh, the first section there is just what I use to uh, shred my chicken. So I'll explain how it's, how it's done. Um, so I do this in my cast iron pan. Um, and I use, uh, uh, you can use whatever kind of chicken you want here. I usually use either, um, boneless chicken breasts or chicken thighs. Um, either one, uh, it works well. Um, so you have your cast iron pan or any oven safe skillet will do. Um, and you, uh, sear both sides of your chicken for like two minutes each, just to give it a little bit of browning. And then, uh, let's see. And then you put it into a 375 degree oven, uh, cover it and roast it for 20 minutes, um, or until it, uh, till it's cooked through. And then uh, you let it chill for just a little bit. Um, and then the really cool part <laughs> that uh, that I learned here uh, from this uh, uh, website is you put it, if you have like a KitchenAid mixer, you just put the chicken in, in the bowl of that. Um, you can chop it into a couple smaller pieces if you want to, um, maybe into like thirds or something. Uh, I don't I don't know if... I usually do that or not. I can't remember. Anyway, but then you just uh, turn it on to the lowest speed and let it go for like uh, a few seconds. <laughs> and then she's got a, some spices that you can add in there as well if you want. Um, it depends for me on on what kind of recipe I'm um, uh, shredding the chicken for. So like the, the, the uh, ingredients or uh, spices that she uses in this recipe here is, is for chicken tacos. So it's got like, uh, uh, let's see, like uh, garlic powder, onion powder, uh, chili powder, cumin, uh, things like that. Uh, but you can just do like a little bit of salt and pepper, whatever. I mean, just whatever flavors you want. And then, uh, yeah, leave it on low speed 
uh, for, I don't know, 30 seconds, maybe a whole minute. You just kind of watch it and see what texture it turns out to. Um, cause I've done it. <laughs> I've had where I forgot about it and I let it go for like a couple minutes or something. And it was like way, way too, um, broken up and like little itty bitty pieces and the texture is kind of icky, but yeah, if you do it just right, <laughs> uh, and that's probably somewhere between 30 seconds and I don't know, a minute, minute and a half. Um, like it's just perfect. It's all shredded and hardly any work and you don't have to burn your fingers. Uh, it's a lot less messy is awesome. So that's what I do for shredding chicken. And uh, I'd recommend it over this, uh, um, over Ina Garten's method here. Uh, definitely, I will not be, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be buying bone-in chicken to, to for shredding anytime soon, because that was just too much, too much extra work. <laughs> All right. So uh, second part here um, is making the enchilada sauce. And I forget like real enchilada sauce, and I don't know if this is considered real or not, but uh, real enough for me. It's It's got a whole lot of chili powder. So this has a tablespoon of chili powder and a tablespoon of chipotle powder, which are both kind of spicy. Um, and I didn't consider that when I was planning this menu. So uh, I figured um, once I saw that and I was like, well, there's there's not really any turning back here. Um, and since since Declan's not, not great with spicy... Uh, I just set aside some of the chicken mixture before assembling the, the enchiladas, uh, with the sauce so that, uh, so that he didn't get any of the spicy sauce, but that was fine. He, he ended up loving what he got. So that was good. <laughs> I'm glad I, uh, I, I could think ahead enough to, to pull some out. Cause I've had before where it's like, I'll, I'll mix in all of the, all of whatever into spicy stuff. And then there's nothing left over and I'm in, in a bind, but <laughs> not here, not here. It, it worked out well. Okay. So, uh, let's see to the, um, uh, enchilada sauce, you add all the stuff, blah, 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 simmer it for a while till thickened. Um, and then you stir in like some tomatoes and oregano and salt to do and simmer for a while. Okay, so when um, uh, when the sauce was done uh, reducing, I guess uh, I found it was uh, uh, I don't know. It just it did didn't have a very good balance for me, I guess. And maybe this is just because I've gotten used to putting in <laughs> sugar and other stuff into tomato sauces. Um, but I did add. Uh, once I tasted it here after it was reduced, I did add like, I don't know, maybe half a teaspoon of sugar. And, um, and then another thing that I'd, I've heard from other people uh, in making enchilada sauce is to add some cocoa powder as well. So I only added a little bit, maybe an eighth of a teaspoon of cocoa powder. I, I don't really remember what that's supposed to do, but uh, <laughs> uh, people say it's good, so I did it. <laughs> and um, with both those additions, I I did like it a little bit better. Um, yeah, so those are just a couple changes I made uh, uh, off book. <laughs> uh, and then let's see. Then also for the filling, uh, you do uh, saute onion and poblano pepper. Uh, and then after you get that done, you just mix everything together, uh, those, uh, that uh, onion and pepper with the shredded chicken, and then you add in some uh, black beans, um, she says parsley or uh, cilantro. I use cilantro, but I kind of wish I'd used parsley, because I, I eat a lot of cilantro anyway, and I know 
um, that that's a flavor that's kind of uh, uh, people are usually on either one side of the fence for that. Either you really like it or you really don't. And I, th- I think that has something to do with like taste buds or genes or something where to a portion of the population, cilantro tastes like, I can't remember what it is, is it like soap or like iron. I don't know. There's some like really awful flavor that, that some people can detect in cilantro that other people can't. Um, I don't have that at all. Like I love cilantro. I could eat it like a salad. <laughs> I do sometimes. Like if I'm making a, a uh, like, a, I don't know, a Mexican salad or something, I'll add in like handfuls and handfuls of cilantro. So it's like almost on par uh, or ratio of <laughs> cilantro to greens is almost one to one. Um, but Adam's not a not a huge fan. Um, and I I wish I'd tried parsley here. I was a little, I, was, I guess I was kind of nervous about the flavor. I didn't want it to taste too Italian. Um, but I don't know. It, it would have been nice to give it a try. And I, I wish that I had. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> uh, let's see. So blah, blah, blah. Mixing together the insides. And then, oh, assembling was really fun. Um, so I uh, sometimes, sometimes it's really hard to have Declan in the kitchen while I'm cooking. <laughs> and because I, I like to get in the zone where I'm just kind of... Uh, I don't know. I feel like like supercharged where I'm just I know exactly where I'm going and what I'm doing. I know where everything is. I know like I have a list of things to do in my head and having somebody else in the kitchen, especially a little baby, well, toddler, uh it can be distracting and it, it gets me kind of out of that that zone. Um so I guess I typically like to <laughs> to cook alone. Um but I found I also uh, on occasion, I like having Declan in there just because he's so interested in everything that I'm doing, um, especially when there's food involved and like he can take bites and, and tastes of things. Uh, we had a funny thing happen a few weeks ago. Uh, I had him up on the, uh, I, I pull a chair up to the the uh, kitchen island um, and I have him stand on that while I'm prepping or whatever. And I was cutting up onions for something <laughs> And like I had set aside, I I was, oh, I was cutting up one half and I had the other, other half sitting, uh, sitting aside within his reach and he just picked it up and he started munching on it like it was an apple. And, uh, I guess first there, he, he had like a slice, like, like an apple slice sized piece of onion and he ate the whole thing. I just couldn't believe it. I was like astounded, (laughs) but I guess I shouldn't be too surprised. This he eats anything, like anything and everything. He eats lint from the floor. He'll eat like, he likes to get the little carpet strands that come up on like at the edge of the stairs. Uh, he eats paper, toilet paper. I don't know. He'll, he'll eat anything. (laughs) So I shouldn't be too surprised that he would eat an onion. Uh, but it's just so weird. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so yeah, when I'm when I have him up there while I'm prepping, like he's usually game to try anything. Um so uh yeah, yesterday um when I was making the enchiladas, uh I had uh let's see what I what did I give him? I guess I I just plopped down a bunch of the filling um of that chicken mixture down in front of him so that he could pick at that while I while I assembled the uh 
the enchiladas. And, and so he was going to town on the chicken and everything. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so he was happy with that while I was preparing stuff. Um, and I like, she's really specific about, uh, how much of stuff to put in each one here, which I appreciate because <laughs> I'm, um, I don't usually, it's usually hard for me to tell, especially with like things that are in a tortilla. I either really overfill them or really underfill them. But here she says three quarters of a cup. So it's like, perfect. Okay. I have my scoop size. I'll just go with that. Um, and then also like, uh, a couple tablespoons of the sauce and then one ounce of goat cheese per, uh, her enchilada. And I thought it was really funny. Um, in the, in the ingredients list here, she says it calls for, uh, seven eight inch flour tortillas. And I thought, what an odd number. Shouldn't it be eight? Like, wh- why don't you just use eight? Same with seven ounces of creamy goat cheese. Like <laughs> what a random number. Um, but uh, for this pan size, a nine by 13, that is all that I could squeeze in there. Like I, I could have tried to squeeze in an eighth, I guess, but it would not have fit. Like these were, they were full. So yep. Seven, that's as many as you get. Um, <laughs> but it, I mean, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. It, that's exactly what fit. Um, uh, let's see. Blah, blah. Yeah, fit them snugly side by side in the dish. Spread the remaining sauce on top and sprinkle with cheddar. Um, I used yellow cheddar here, again, because uh, I did, didn't have budget for white cheddar this week. Uh, but that's all right. Uh, it turned out great. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, let's talk about how it uh, how it turned out. Um, yeah, so I wasn't, I wasn't super impressed with the chicken. Um Again, I think that had to do with just the method of roasting. Um, Adam said it, it tasted kind of watery. Uh, like there just wasn't enough seasoning in there. So I wish, um, excuse me, I wish that she would have had us uh, add in some uh, some kind of seasoning uh, after shredding uh, in uh, more than just salt and pepper. Because, I, yeah, I didn't think there was enough in there. Um, and then... Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, the, the enchilada sauce was good, but uh, it wasn't like a- out of this world. You know, it wasn't the like a brand new experience or anything. It just it tasted like normal enchilada sauce. So I wasn't I wasn't super wowed by that. Um, yeah, Adam said he couldn't taste a difference between that and normal enchilada sauce. Uh, uh, but. It was filling, right? This says serves four to six. And uh, I don't know if this is because I had twice as much chicken as I should have. Um, uh, I could only eat one. And then I think Adam uh, probably had one and a half maybe or two. Um, but then, yeah, for leftovers for lunch, I've been having one for um and that's enough. So yeah, this made plenty. Um, so yeah, I think that was, it was pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah. Jeez. I can't believe I messed up that chicken thing. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, that's my bad. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah. So there you go. Cheesy chicken enchiladas. 
Uh, I liked the goat cheese in there. Goat cheese inside. That's always a nice twist. And it's unexpected for me. I don't know. Is that a normal thing to have have goat cheese in Mexican dishes? I know. Um, so Adam, uh, he lived in France for two years um, when he was serving a church mission. And that was one of the dishes that uh, him and the other um, uh, missionaries really enjoyed. They it's they called it burrito fete, which I guess means burrito party. Um, but they would all get together and they'd make their own tortillas and and then they'd make uh, burritos <laughs> filled with like the, the, they use um, like chili hot beans with a whole bunch of cumin. Um, then just like regular taco meat. And, uh, I don't remember what else they put in there other than, uh, big chunks of goat cheese. <laughs> so, um, I had never heard of that before, before he introduced it to me. Um, but then here it is again here with these enchiladas. So I don't know if that's something or uh coincidence or what, but yeah, <laughs> if you have any insight, uh, on that, let me know. Um, and of course, if you have any, any questions or comments about, uh, about the show or about recipes or about eh, anything food in, in, uh, in general, just, uh, drop me a line. The email for this podcast is Charlie's kitchen podcast at gmail.com. Um, and I will read your emails. <laughs> uh, so far, all the ones I have gotten are from, uh, the hosting service, um, anchor. Uh, but <laughs> I'm, I'm on the lookout for, uh, for listener letters. Uh, let's see. I don't know that I have much else to talk about with this. Oh, let's talk about the side. I almost forgot. Uh, and that's because I did forget (laughs) when I, uh, on the night of making these cheesy chicken enchiladas, I did not have the time or mind space to think about making a side dish in addition to the enchiladas. So I did not get around to the shishito, uh, peppers with easy hollandaise. And I guess I can give it a try this weekend because I still have, uh, since I, I could not find the shishito peppers at the grocery store, I have uh, a pound of bell peppers. <laughs> so I, could, I think I can give that a try. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, or else I'll have to figure out something to do with them. And I don't know what else that would be. So I'll give it a try. Uh, and if and when I do do that, uh, I'll check back in with you and, and let you know how it went. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what's on tonight's menu. Tonight, um, let me turn there because I don't have the the name in front of me. Uh, tonight is shrimp and linguine fra diavolo. Uh, and for the side is outrageous garlic bread. All right, so this looks like some good uh, pasta with red sauce um, and shrimp. Uh, with garlic bread on the side. So this is my typical uh, end of week meal when I'm out of stuff, except for now I actually have fresh, uh, fresh uh, ingredients to use with, uh, with my pasta and red sauce. <laughs> so uh, this looks like it should be pretty good. Uh, I, I love shrimp always, so I'm never, uh, I never have any problems saying, uh, saying yes to shrimp. So there's that. And then also, oh my goodness, that outrageous garlic bread looks insane. 
like it's just packed to the brim with garlic and cheese and and parsley and oh, oh, oh boy, that's going to be good stuff. All right, so I'm going to get going and uh, get to work on this uh, on dinner tonight. So thank you. Thank you all for joining. Uh, as always, it's been a pleasure talking with you and I hope to be back with you very soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>